It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, it is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, ooh la la, how are you? Bonsoir, good evening, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Good evening. We are in the Oulala studios dishing out all the advice on mm-hmm. love and dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I do now, Simon? I have to tell you about my night. Tell me. Last night. Uh, what I do, I find, ever since I started doing this show with you, uh-huh. is I, I pick apart every friend, every person I know, uh, the guy pumping the gas. I pick them all apart for their r- love and romance <laughs> stories so that I can expose them on this show. So <laughs> I, I I have to tell you about my girlfriend I went to have a glass of wine with last night, which turned into like five glasses of wine. Um, but she was <laughs> okay. she's, she's single now. She's been single for a year after a 10-year relationship. Found out that the guy was cheating toward the end. Devastated. Mm. Just started dating again. I asked her how that was going. She's like, uh, the Tinder, I'm not... You know, when, when she you know, started dating her boyfriend at the time for 10 years, Tinder didn't exist. So this is all brand new for her. She's not a fan. So mm-hmm. then she proceeds to tell me that she is crazy about one of her bosses at work. So we live in Chicago. The boss at work, mm-hmm. though, lives in L.A. And she said, we have these conversations, you know, all like four hours sometimes till all hours of the night. And apparently 20 years ago, they made out. And... Mm-hmm. You know, but that was a long time ago, and they've seen each other since. But no making out, just all this talking on the phone. And she says that there's a block; something is blocking it. Like he's pulling away. I want to talk to you, Simon, and get your okay. advice. Okay. And and find out why he might be putting a wall up. She thinks there's a wall, so maybe give us some guy perspective. Okay. Absolutely. Gonna, right on. We're going to talk about that next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie talking about love and romance. So, Simon, Mm -hmm. when we were uh, before we went to the break, I was telling you about my girlfriend who is newly single and now is enamored, infatuated with her superior at work. They live Mm -hmm. in different cities, so they don't ever really get to see each other. They have these long phone conversations. They've worked together for 20 years. And apparently, yeah, all of a sudden now she has these romantic feelings. I guess she's available, so she can. But she says that when they're together, if they're in the same city, that when they get together, it's not the same as it is on the phone. Like there's a wall there's some like there's there's something she can't break through because I said you see this guy you know a couple times a month have right. you made out have you guys done it like what's going on is there anything romantic she says no he's not he's not the same in person he's not you know making any advances why do you think that this would happen a different person on the phone than in real life for two reasons maybe perhaps because now he's his, he's her boss twenty years ago he wasn't. So mm. when you said they made out 20 years ago and now they don't, well, 20 years ago he was not her, her boss. That could be that. Or also sometimes um, um, that you like somebody for the conversation as friends or even more like emotional friends. Right. And you don't have the physical spark. You don't have That's, the desire. I, I think you're right on that one. I really do. So... You know, it can happen to any of us. It's what's what's difficult for you for your girlfriend is that she's the one who wants more, mm-hmm. and it's kind of being feel she must feel rejected, you know, intuitively from from him. So he's not that into her. He's not into her physically apparently, and he's I also think, her boss. So that's two 
main reasons. You like it is so crazy to me how you, without me even telling you all the details, you you nailed it a thousand percent because oh, I forgot to mention the part where she said to me, you know, he doesn't typically, you know, she's. She's in her mid-40s. She says, he doesn't typically date girls my age. He dates these 22-looking, or 22-year-old model-looking girls. And I think that really stuck with her. And and, and she said that for a reason. So I think you're right. They're long distance. They have these long emotional conversations about life and, you know, know, family and whatever. And when he's with her, he realizes that, that physically it's not the one he wants. Exactly. So between being her boss and and physically not being attracted to her, well, um, and that's why for her own good, or it's a really like um, like a punch in her, her self esteem because yeah. physically a woman who wants a man it feels really hurt when she's rejected. So your girlfriend has to stop the emotional conversation and just be friends. But uh, the guy is having the cake, the cherry on the cake, and the right. sugar on the cherry of the cake. Right, because he's getting the emotional from her, and then from he's getting her, the the sex the and the fun. Somewhere else. Yes, and and I wish she would just be honest with him, and and or you know ask what his Maybe intentions are, yeah. or be honest with herself because she does know deep down inside, doesn't she? But she won't say anything because she doesn't want to hear that answer. Don't you think? I I think so. I think you should you should um, help her out a little bit with this, and and just said like just if it was you, how would you react? You don't say do this. Just say if it was me, I wonder if I would you know do this, do that, so that she doesn't feel you're talking against her, but you're giving advice. Right, because if they're having these deep conversations and they are so compatible on the phone, Andy, he would be he would be all over her. I think in person. But of course, but that's why, because you know, I'm in my later mid forties. I, I, you know, the conversation with the younger, my goddaughter is 21. All this is 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 as almost as a father figure, but it's a very different conversation than I'm having with my friends or you at night or or right. people closer to my age, even though you're yeah. much younger. But right. Uh, so that explains why you have to help Alanji on this one. Well, he's leading with his eyes and his private parts instead of leading with his heart and his brain maybe and that's fine if that's what uh, he yeah, wants yeah, yeah well but i think he wants a combination of both so of course Hopefully. he does but he's getting both from her and somebody else exactly exactly having yeah. his kicking and there's no um there's there's no penalty here because she's so far away so he has you know it's whatever we only have the phone he's got a great excuse it and, and right. as long as she says okay it's gonna go on forever mm, right the phone mm-mm. conversation the, the the ball is in our in her court Right. She can end it or do whatever she wants. It's all, yep. you're right. She has all the control, but she doesn't think she does. So I hope you're right. you tell I her that, Angie. She needs I'm help. going to. I'm going yep. to talk to her about it. Here's the question I want to ask you, Simon. Mm-hmm. Is it better to go after someone who you are more mentally stimulated by or physically stimulated? When you first meet someone, how important is that? Let's That's talk a great about question. that. Yeah. Let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, before we broke, we were talking about my friend who is in this very emotional relationship Mm -hmm. with a guy that she Mm -hmm. wants it to be physical as well, and he's putting up a wall. You are so right. You said, you know, he's not attracted to her, right? And Unfortunately not. I'm I'm wondering. He's not attracted to her, yeah, physically. I'm wondering what is smarter to go after. Like, what if... That is more important to you. It seems like the looks are more important. Do you think in the long run, you know, people that just are attracted to the physical are going to be happy? Like, what, what do you go for first? Um, the, the look. 
if I don't have a desire for you, we're going to be great friends and that's it. Men are driven by love at first sight. Love mm-hmm. at first sight is not love at first words or first sound of your voice. It is, you know, what creates the desire inside of us to want to make love to you. Without it, contrary to women, which are emotionally first and can grow the attraction over time, um, well, you know, there is no chance. So it's not that we so much objectify women. It's how we are created. And mm-hmm. men are visual. Uh, that's how I function, too, to be honest. I'm like so the rest if of the you guys. Function, if you function that way, I'm not yes. saying that's a bad thing. If you function that way, are you going in and looking for the most beautiful girl in the room and then just hoping she has a good personality and a brain? No, because the most beautiful girl in the room for me is not the most beautiful girl for my friend Milton, for instance, or my cousin Nicholas, or my brother. We all have a different type. There is no one most beautiful girl ever for all of us. That's that's a myth. That's wrong. And mm-hmm. and I know it for proof because, you know, just for instance, my friend Milton prefers Serena Williams or Monique. So everybody's a different type, you know, right. so... Um, that's, you go for your type that you yeah, like you physically type, and then... And, and then get and to know them. Like, yeah, yeah, and then you, you say hi, and then you start the conversation. I think we have to respect the way it's created. We are visual, and then we are emotional. Women, I think, are first. Ah, that's a good question for you, Angie. So let's reverse it. What about you and women? I think we go for our type as well, like like physically, and then you know the conversation comes from there. But women can also be led down a very long relationship just on personality and humor and you know the way you make me feel a heart thing too so angie how how intelligence super high intelligence will attract you in any way intimately like if you meet a guy he's okay looking not the best looking but he's a genius will that Mm -hmm. for you create a spark of attraction I don't know because I, I love brains and brains are a huge turn on but I I'm more of a package like a total package thing. I I need the brains right. with some some humor and the sharp dress and the cute smile and you know and like the, the confidence <laughs> uh, and the wallet. No, I'm kidding, not the wallet. Well, listen, Simon, uh, we're gonna do. That's me though. So when we come back, we're gonna do one of our favorite games: date or dump. Oh yes, date or dump. Let's play that again. Let's, somebody. Let's have somebody. I love it. Somebody needs advice. They want to know if they should continue dating somebody or dump them. We'll do that next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, it's time for our favorite game, Date or Dump. Are you, you ready? You know it. You know it. You know it. People calling. People uh, email us, actually, for this one. Needing some advice on whether they should stay with somebody or not. So let's tell Vicki from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, what we think. Uh, mm-hmm. She says, hi, Simon and Angie. The guy I've been seeing told me that he isn't ready to be exclusive yet, but we've been dating almost four months now. I feel like he should know by now. Should I continue to date him or dump him? This seems pretty... Black and white to me. What do you think, Simon? Vicky, if after four months together, the guy you with doesn't want to claim exclusivity, dump him. Dump because, him. Yes, Say it again, Simon. If after four months, the guy you with doesn't mm-hmm. want to claim you first mm-hmm. and foremost his exclusive girlfriend, dump him. Boom. I agree with that a thousand percent. And also, here's the thing. If you want to be exclusive with somebody and they don't, 
move on. It's their right to not want to be exclusive, but it's also your right to not sit in that if it's not making you happy. The thing, Angie, is the fear of rejection who gets in the way. So one of the two sometimes, you know, fears that she or he will be rejected. And they say, well, I'll give him a couple more months. I'll give give her a couple more months. I am French. Exclusivity starts at the first French kiss. Just saying, ladies. So I know I've been in situations in the past. So what is what is wrong with you? It's, it's not, not the that way, way it's... here, Simon. It's I not know, that way here. But... I've kissed a lot of guys in parking lots that I did not consider my boyfriend <laughs> right away. Okay. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. But you could, that wouldn't work in Paris. No, I know. I know it wouldn't. Thank God. Okay. Listen, nope. we say dump him. I I agree. Yes. If you need some advice from Simon, he gives the best advice. Simon and myself, Thank the you. Rendezvous, give us a call, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous Show with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255, or you can email us anytime on therendezvousshow.com with your questions. And now we have a call from Chicago. Let's talk to Tamara. Hey, Tamara, what's up? Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. So, um, I heard you talking about first dates, and I just, I had this kind of weird situation come up, and I wanted to see what you guys thought about it. Um, I went on a date with this guy who was pretty cool. I liked him a lot. He was really cute, but he was really weird to the waiter. He was so mean to the waiter. Oh, no. Like how? Okay, so first of all, at the very beginning, he was like, get us our water right away and was really demanding about it. And then once he got our food, um, obviously the waiter came back to check in on us. And he was like, hey, how are you guys doing? And the guy was like, uh, you just interrupted us. That was not cool. Mm. <laughs> first time in a restaurant? It. <laughs> it was a really nice restaurant. That's why I'm so confused. Like, why would you be so rude like that? <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't be rude to anyone, but... I mean, it was a great first date other than that. So what do you guys think? Are you considering going out with him again, even though he was rude? Well, I would because, like I said, we hit it off really well, and he was really cute, and he was nice to me. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. The fact that he was so rude to the waiter just rubbed me the wrong way. Well, Tamara, I'm glad you called us because I think you have to teach him some manners. Mm. So if you like the dude, I would really text him or, or tell him, say, listen, uh, I had a great time, but I really did not appreciate the way you treated our waiter. And uh, that's not something that I can, you know, uh, go along with. So it's up to you. Either, you know, you understand you just have to be more polite and, and respectful and we, and we can and let's go to a second date and have a great time. Or, you know, uh, I don't think I can get along with because I think, remember, when he disrespects the, the waiters, he's respecting you and mm-hmm. all of us. I agree. We are all potential waiters. We are all potential cooks. We are all potential talk shows. We are all potential everything. I, I think you're being really nice about it, Simon, because honestly, this for me is one of my humongous red flags. If you are mean to uh, service people, if you are mean to your mom, if you're mean to animals, I think it's such a red flag and I think it's a, it's, you're just, you're getting a peek behind the curtain of how he's going to treat you down the road. That's well, what I think. I, I don't agree with that, Angie, because there is many men or women that are on the outside, very polite to people and the meanest snake inside a relationship. And there is this pretending outside. So I don't judge by manners so much anymore. I've seen it. We've seen it politically. You've seen that people that can say, oh, sweet things. I think it can work that way. And I think the opposite way, though, is the scary but, one. But I think he deserves a chance to, to learn his lesson. And Tamara can woman up and just tell it like it is. 
Wow. You, that's, he learns. That's brave because I, I get so embarrassed when people are rude. No, me too. In public. And I just feel like if you're going to do that, you know what? You know, one of my pet peeves is is when you're, you have a girlfriend and she complains to you and other people are like, well, he's so mean. about. Well, you don't know how he treats me when we're alone. It's like, well, he should act like a decent person all the time, not I, just when you're alone. I agree. But he treated Tamara very nicely. He treated the, the way to the way. Now, the, on, the first, on day, the first day. But if she tells him like it is. First of all, like you got to put your foot down. You have to put your foot down. But I like to give love a chance. I don't because I know also some people on the first date are great and they become you know jerks on the mm-hmm. third date. Yeah, and they might be polite to everybody else. Well, Tamara, it sounds like you want to give him another chance. Maybe take Simon's advice and really, I would put my foot down. I'm telling you, I would not go on another date. But if you want to, I would do what Simon said. After telling him like it is and it's unacceptable, he's going to learn from you. All right. Wow, I got a lot to think about here. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have two completely conflicting opinions, but I, I mean, ultimately, you're going to do what you want. I just hope that you um, stand your ground on the way you want to be treated. Okay? Yeah, me too. Sounds good. I like that. <laughs> Thanks, Tamara. Thank you for calling, Thanks, guys. Thank you, Tamara. All right, take care. If you want to call us up with a question, feel free to do so. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, let me ask mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. If, if you do meet someone online, and a lot of people do, when should you have that discussion about, hey, listen, I need you to take that profile down and stop looking for people to date? Is it okay to bring that up, or do you just are you supposed to trust somebody to just do it on their own? Like, when do you have that talk? Well, ideally, um, you both talk about it nicely and, and, and cordially and, and do it when you're exclusive. Because with the American rules being, you know, you have to have the exclusive talk before you're actually exclusive. Right. I would say you can't be exclusive and still have a profile, you know, active on a dating website. That's against common sense. So yeah. I think it's a conversation that happens, Angie. The same time you talk about you're going to be exclusive, when you talk about what does it mean to be exclusive, you talk about... Taking yeah, down you, the profile on the way on the website where maybe you met or dating website you are still on, right? Andrew? Right. When you have the DTR, that's what they say. The DTR. Define, what DTR. Does that mean? Define the relationship talk. DTR. When you have the DTR, define the relationship. That is when you say, "Listen, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. You don't need a new boyfriend or girlfriend. Take that down." Right. I agree. Exactly. So. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, I, we both agree on that. I have to tell you a story, though, about a married couple I know, Simon, right. that decided to open dating profiles. And it's not what you think. I love you but, stories, Angie. I want to hear this one. <laughs> it's somebody I work with. And I want, I want to know what you think. I think this is a dangerous game. But I'm, I'm going to tell you this story when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about online dating profiles. Is it okay to have an online dating profile just to look? Some people treat it like a game, Simon. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you a story. I I, I work with somebody who's married, uh, Mm -hmm. very happily married. I love this couple. I love happily married couples. They make me feel better about about being married. But (laughs) they're, they're a great couple. And just for fun one day, they decided to both open a Tinder profile to have a contest and see who got more likes. What do you think about Say again? that? Say again, Angie. They 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 just they wanted to have a contest to see who would get more likes or you know swipes, mm-hmm. and so they each opened their own Tinder profile as if they're single to see who got more attention. Dangerous game or what? Wicked game. 
Wicked Very game. Wicked. Isn't it? It's a wicked game. Yeah, I th- it's don't play with the fire. You'll get burned. That's what I'm I mean, saying. <laughs> And and there and here's the thing. I'm like, you guys are one of the happiest married couples I know. Why on earth would you want to throw some gasoline on a fire like this? Like, I just think it's crazy that, because I, I. But what like the temptation? Even if you are super happily married, like I would be so nervous that they never took the account down, or maybe that they're talking to somebody on the side. Don't you think? Totally. I think that together you can take the profile down. To say you know together on the same minute, like yeah, in the house. they did. They did. And, Okay, good. But I just think, don't play with the fire. You know, relationships are so fragile when you play with the core of it, which is mm-hmm. trust, which is, which is expectations, which is, you know, hopes. That, like you said, if you find something you don't like, you just burn yourself for what? Yeah, so don't play with the fire. We say that to, you say to your kids, don't put your hands or your fingers on the electrical outlets in the house. It's the yeah. same thing. Don't put your hand yeah. on the fire. I agree. I agree. Uh, I yeah, thought that yeah, was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because then I, and I would also be thinking in the back of my mind, even if we took them down at the same time, it was over. I would think, well, now my husband has seen what it's like because he didn't know before. And what if his curiosity gets him again? And he says, well, we did it before. I just wanted to look at it again. You know, Good don't point. do it. Don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't play with the fire. Okay. Is it okay to have this dating profile? I don't think so. That was a dumb idea. But we're going to take some more calls. We're going to take some stories about online dating. We're doing a lot of that. Uh, Being married, maybe, and dating. Let's talk about that. Being married and dating. Having an online profile when you're married. Not married and dating. That sounds crazy. Call us up right now. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, bonsoir, la belle Angie. Let's say hi to Sam from Des Moines, Iowa. Hey, Sam. Hey, guys. Hey. How you guys doing? Good. We're great, Sam. What's the situation? I've been in a a pretty good relationship. We're not a couple, but things are starting to get a little weird with her, and I just, I don't know what I should really do. So, um, basically, we would hook up. You know, I'd go to her place, we'd hook up, I'd go home. Right. You know, done and done, and, and move on until the next time or, or what have you. But lately she's been uh, making me dinner beforehand. Uh, she even went as far as the last time to ask me to, to actually spend the night. Mm. Start, you know, it's starting to sound real relationshipy, and I I don't really want all that. So I don't know, should I ask her Hey, you know what's going on? Should I set up some boundaries, or should I just like be, you know, be done with it and and move on? Well, I mean, Sam, uh, it's two things. First of all, you have to be honest. So, she apparently wants more than you do. Have a talk. All right. She, there was an agreement before you guys to be friends with benefits. Was okay. She's doing dinner. She's doing. She's doing this because she wants to be more girlfriend like. You picked it up. So you're an honest man. You're a gentleman, and you say, "Listen, I just want to be with friends with benefits." And then you offer the option for her to stop the relationship. Right. So you give her that role and that final decision to stop it. Um, and you do it nicely and kindly. Angie, would well, that I work would, for you? I agree. Did you have that defining relationship talk? Did you define the relationship, that DTR conversation? Did you have that? Like, we're just going to be friends with benefits? We, I mean, that was just kind of how we got into it. So I, 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 I can't uh, say that we actually had 
had a conversation. Okay, about it. that's that's the thing because you know if oh. unless you really make that clear, I think one way or another somebody's going to catch feelings along the way. It sounds like she was the first one to do it. So. Yes. And, and so I, I think that, and by the way, before you break up with her, you have to remember one thing. The grass is not greener next door. So think well before you end that relationship. You might just give it a chance and give chance to love, and maybe romantic feelings will, will grow. So, I mean, I don't know this woman, but if you want to give it a chance, I think you should. Okay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. And, yeah, I, I should have. we should have been more clear, I guess. I just, do you feel like, do you like feel like... Do you feel like you want to give it a chance with her or no? Um, I'm hoping that we that I don't need to get to that point. Okay, well, because you know, if, we can we can keep doing what we're doing because it's it's working for me. But I mean, I understand. I don't. I'm not well, a bad then, guy. I want to. Yeah. I, I want to well, be nice to her. You, and, you've answered the question. So, well, then I guess no. You're not going to stay together because. Well, she might. She might be cool with that arrangement, though. I, I don't think so, Angie. You never I know. Think, you know, she I, might say she is, and uh, then like listen, just she, to keep you she on the line. Start cooking, the sleeping over. Yeah. Because a woman is like a beautiful tree. It grows emotionally. No woman can just stay like a, a wall of cement or you know, brick true. and just not. No, women grow emotionally. That's true. Towards love. You can't stop that. Sam, you just got it so good that she fell for you, man. Yes. <laughs> Time to have that talk, Sam. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, thank you so much for calling. Good luck with that whole conversation. I know it's not easy, but you got to keep it real, okay? Yes, be honest. Yeah. Good luck to you. Thank you. Bye-bye, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Bye. That's a tough one. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Listen, I said bonjour, Simon Marcel, because it's that time to go to our emails where people ask advice from Simon, because, Simon, you have amazing romance advice. You're an uh, expert. I'm your humble servant, Angie. I'm here, <laughs> I'm here to serve. We're so lucky to have you as a servant. Uh, <laughs> so this email comes to us from Shamara from Charleston, South Carolina. Shamara says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Shamara. I'm in college. There's this guy in one of my classes that I'm crushing on hard, but I've never actually talked to him before. I'm afraid if I tell him that I'm into him and he doesn't feel the same, it's going to be weird every time I see him in class. What's a subtle way to let him know? What do you uh, think, Simon? You know, Shamaha, it's funny you asked me that because I believe it was either OK Magazine or one of those magazines I work for have asked me the similar question, and I've said this, Shamaha. You have an advantage. All you have to do is stare at the guy two seconds too long, and move your hand in your hair like every woman in the world knows mm, how. Body right? language. Yeah, body yes. language. And you don't have to throw yourself out there. You like me. You want to do something. All you got to do is look at him in his eyes, smile, touch your hair, and see how he reacts. If he doesn't smile back, you don't have a chance. If he smiles back, he got your message, and then he's going to engage the conversation. That's all it takes. Look at the guys in the eyes, smile, move your hair a little bit, charmingly, and giggle. If he doesn't get it, either he's a schmuck or he's not into you, and that's okay too. You know, then you know. <laughs> either he's a schmuck or he's not into you, and if he's not into you, he must be crazy, Shamara. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. All right, Simon, you're right. I think you're right. Eye contact <laughs> is everything. If you need advice from Simon Marcel, you can email us, email us anytime at simonandangie.com. More of The Rendezvous coming up next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, handling all your love, dating, romance. Hey, listen, Simon, I mm -hmm. uh, I was going through our Twitter last night, 
at Rendezvous on air. That's our Twitter. And yes. there's uh, one of our listeners, Andy, was talking about the fact that he's in his 40s and single, and he says he's not going to do the online dating or Tinder or anything like that. You know, we've been talking about all this online dating. And I said, why not? He said, it's because there's just too many weirdos. He doesn't trust it. So I thought for him, you know, if you're, you know, maybe a little bit older, you're not into some of these apps and things, where do you think people should go if they're looking for love? Where do you find people? And you know, in this day and age, you used to go to like a bar or whatever, but he doesn't want to go to a bar. He doesn't want to go to an app. What do you think? Well, so, uh, and I don't drink and I don't go to bars much and I don't online date these days. Oh, so, so you're perfect to ask. Yeah. yeah. The, way, the way I do is, is you, either you have great friends who can introduce you to other friends, uh, option one. Option two, uh, I play ping pong and, and meet people who can, you know, introduce me to other people because of that. Right. Uh, so, you know, wherever you do activities, uh, you know, some people love to ride horses. They will meet people there. If uh, if you like to uh, climb walls, you you go to those. You like to climb walls. Gym- <laughs> no, you, you go know, to like, a daycare. Like, no, <laughs> no, no. But I mean, you you know, you like to do things like this. Very yeah, athletics. yeah. Your hobbies, your hobbies. Or, yeah, yeah. That's why you're gonna do it. And I would say one more thing: don't be shy to say hi. Don't be shy to say hi to mm-hmm. a stranger. Really, I mean, us guys have this privilege. We're usually in, in a situation of safety. So if you like somebody, you stay at physical distance, arm, so it's an arm length, and you mm-hmm. say, hi, how are you? Take a okay. chance. I like that. I like it. Take a chance all the time. Well, that those were some great places, like the hobbies and the, and the things that you're into. Let's talk yes. more about some places where you can actually go and see people in real life and, <laughs> and maybe meet the love of your life. We'll talk about that next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel. I am Angie Taylor. So we're talking about uh, one of our Twitter people that actually hit us up on Twitter, one of our listeners, Andy, who hits us up all the time. So shout out to you, Andy. Hello. It's Rendezvous on air. That's our Twitter, by the way. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about, Simon, how he's in his 40s and doesn't want to do some of the online stuff that everybody does. Like, where do you actually go to meet people in real life. And <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's something people don't do anymore, but you had, no, some great, you had some great advice and said, you know, go to where there's hobbies and where whatever your interests are, you meet people that yeah. have the similar interests. You already have something in common. So that and takes... I, I added, Angie, don't be shy to say hi. Right? Don't be I mean, shy to say to hi. To say hi. That's all it takes. I mean, I'm not shy at all. So, you know, I would gladly go to a woman I, I, I find attractive and say, you know, hi. And all you got to do is stay at arm length and take mm-hmm. a chance. It only takes to say hi. You know, right, I, so, I, I agree with you. You just have to honest. break the ice. And that's kind of, I think that's the hardest part for most people is just getting up the courage to go up and say hi. What's the worst that can happen? You know, somebody could be rejection. rude or whatever, but it's rejection. But in the, in the the at the end of the day, the trade-off could be so great. That could be the love of your life that you're not going to say hi to. There was a, Well said, Angie. Well, No, well said. I mean, it's it's uh, this proverbial thing I always claim and, and I take full ownership who doesn't dare, doesn't live. Right. And we don't have time to waste. We have to dare all the time. Take it there, at work, at love, at friendship, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. anything, while you can. Yes, exactly. Uh, there was one time that I got hit on where most people don't like to be hit on when they're working Just out. Just one time, Angie, you've at been the, hit on 100,000 times. But this one time at the gym, 
uh, a guy approached me. This one me. time, okay. This one time at the mm-hmm. gym, a guy approached yeah. me, and a lo- I know a lot of my friends will say, "I hate when people talk to me at the gym. Like I'm sweating, I don't feel cute. You know, I'm in a zone and I'm working out." And I used to kind of agree with that, but I was training one time. I run marathons and triathlons, and I was training on a, a treadmill, which I hate doing because mm-hmm. it means I have to be on a treadmill for you know an hour or two at a time, which is the most boring thing ever. But a guy approached me at the gym. And struck up a conversation, came up and said hi. He's like, you know, I see you running all the time. You know, you, you're you obviously training for something. What are you training for? And that was his opening line. And yeah. we struck up this conversation and ended up going on a couple dates. So even if you think maybe sometimes it might be in a place where people don't like, you know, being hit on. I, I would say... If you get hit on, you know, by your gynecologist during an appointment, that's probably inappropriate. But, yes. but, you know, just be brave, like you said. Have you ever hit on a girl? Oh, you told a great story one time about running out into traffic. Tell that story again. Well, you yeah. Stop that, traffic. That, when I stopped the traffic, that was that was back in Paris in my 20s. I was, you know, in my car and this lovely, charming woman next to me. And uh, I saw on the left, I was on the right and I made a sign with my finger to turn down the window. I said, where are you going? She laughed. And I said, can I have your number? And she, she didn't answer. So what I did is I then really shamefully but gladly passed her, stopped my car in front of hers at the, right at the light of, it's called the Pont des Arts, the Bridge of Art, if you ever go to Paris. Yes. And, and you've been there, Angie. I've and been, I, and I, yeah. I get out of my car, go to her car, and the, the light is still red. And I said, uh, what's your name and what's your number? And she goes, tu es fou. Are you crazy? I said, yeah, I'm crazy for you and about you. And I'm not moving an inch until you give me your name and your number. And she didn't believe me, Angie. She did not believe I was serious. And Aww. I said, so I'm st- standing by the car. You know, she's looking at me and laughing. And then the light goes from red to green. And the French, who, lo- who hates to wait and very impatient yeah. drivers, start to beep and this and that. Oh, and I, I say, you got a choice. <laughs> I'm walking out of here and leave my car or you give me your, 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 your number and your name. And she said, all right, move your car and here's my name, and I'm gonna have coffee with you. Let's have coffee, and I we love can talk. It. And that's it what worked. happened. Yeah, See? it worked. So you gotta take a chance, safely, yeah. but take a chance. Simon, I gotta say, part of that equation is that you're really handsome. And if some donkey walked up to my car and asked, you know, <laughs> stopped the car and asked for my number, I would think he was crazy. So you have that going for you, but I think that's no, I super romantic. Well, I, th- I don't, I don't know if it's physical or just, just the fact that you have the confidence to take a chance yeah, to just confidence. ask somebody's. You gotta ask somebody's name and number. Exactly, and, and confidence is so sexy. So you nailed that, I think. Well, and a sense of humor, because I've been rejected one million times. All right. Oh, we. Uh, hey, then you know what? You try for one million one. That might be the time it actually works out. So you always know it. try. Yes, more of the rendezvous is coming up next. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, love hanging out with you in the Ulala Studios, talking romance and love. It was a great night tonight. Always a great night with you, Angie Taylor. Always, always. une bonne always. nuit, a good night. Always, always a good night. We talked about you know online, a lot of online dating tonight. I mean, it's the way everybody is doing things. When to take down your profile, uh, all sorts of different things. So, Simon, you had an amazing Simon says today. Um, yeah, I just said, which is my credo, don't be shy, just say hi. That's how every friendship, every relationship, everything starts by hi or bonjour or hello or, you know, come stai in Italian and whatever <laughs> language you talk, but you speak. Really, don't be shy to say hi. You want to know how, you know, people say, oh, how do you find love? Or how? 
All you got to do is say hi. And for the women, you don't even have to say hi. All you got to do is look at a guy. And smile. Smile. (laughs) Look at him two seconds too long. Move your hand in your beautiful hair. And we know you are interested. So how easy is that? So, you know, don't be shy. Just say hi. Just say hi. It's crazy how hard it is for some people to just say hi. I mean, think about all the things that have been left unsaid in life because you didn't speak up. But I love that. It's simple, but don't be shy. Just say hi. And don't be shy. You got to go on our website. It's simonandangie.com. How's that for a segue? Simonandangie.com. You can listen to uh, any of the shows on our podcast. Also, Simon, you have your FYI show. You got to tell everybody about it. Yes, in bed with Simon. If you've missed the episode, the twelve episodes, uh, they're all on our website. It's me, real couples asking real questions, giving advice, and it's not a menage à trois; it's a conversation à trois. And you just go to <laughs> simonandangie.com, uh, and you'll find all the past episodes or the rendezvous show.com. Go, go ahead. It's a lot of fun. Lot lots of, of pictures. Fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun, that show. I love it. Lots of pictures, lots of everything. Make sure you check us out. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.